Hello fellow Earth people, my name is Natalia. Welcome back to another episode of Third Eye Sifes. This is a podcast. Welcome. This is a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, um, I wouldn't say I'm tired. I'm a little sleepy because I just woke up, but I'm still, I'm a little delu- not delusional, delirious? Yeah, I'm a little delirious this morning, but we'll ease into the day together, so it's five. I always start, you know, I woke up at five today, and for some reason, I always start, like, at six, and it's like, what did I do for the whole first hour? Well, okay, well, for the first whole, whole first hour of this morning so far, barely, it's been 52 minutes since I've been awake. I, well, I fell yesterday. If you guys, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you'll see I posted on my story. I fell on my skateboard and I was tending to the, it's pretty bad. Um, it's not that bad, but like, it's like an, a large open wound and I've, I kept it covered and wrapped all day yesterday and while I slept. So when I woke up, I had to tend to the, tend to the wound and re and clean it and rewrap it and stuff. So I did that for about 10 minutes, I would say. And then I had to brush my face and take my vitamins. I guess that was another 15 minutes. And then I had to do the card reading for you guys. Gosh, no, I'm joking. I had to do the card reading. That was another maybe, it wasn't 10 minutes, maybe like five minutes or so. Then I have to set up the laptop. Okay, I'm not going to give you the whole routine. I'm just I'm just personally trying to figure out what the hell took a whole hour. But it all adds up, guys. Same thing with money. You know, you're like, where did all that money go? And it's like, oh, I spent a little here, I spent a little there. And it adds up, and then that's where all your money went. So that's how my morning's going so far. <laughs> how are you? Welcome. This is a podcast. This is a podcast where we don't talk about my daily schedule. I mean, we do if that's what the episode is about, but... It's not mainly what this podcast is about. So, what is this podcast about? I left the notebook all the way over there. Not that I don't know what this podcast is about. But this podcast is a podcast where we talk about, first and foremost, self-realization. The realization that the self isn't the self that we thought it was. And are we really the self? And what is even going on? anything and everything spiritual things to help you attain your greatest version we're talking law of attraction manifestation conspiracy theories self-improvement personal development practices spiritual philosophies from all around the world and yes how to attain how to attain that full full realization and also how to become damn superheroes because we that's what we are. We are superheroes and we need to embody that. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that. Not really, but a little bit about that. And yes, so thanks for freaking joining. This is a podcast and it's called Third Eye Sifes. Third Eye Sifes. Third Eye Sifes. Wait, what did I just do? Freak. Freak. <laughs> That's my curse. Um, okay, whatever. We'll just leave it. I didn't know if I... Because it said I was muted. But I don't know. We'll see how that sounds. I was probably like... Bruh, bruh, bruh. Okay. Anyways, hi. Hello. We're in season four, baby. It's season four of Third Eye Sifes. You know what that means? Oh, it's 555. We're all aligned, people. That means that we're going to be doing some cool... uh, Did I say season five? We're in season four. I keep saying... Oh, I think I just said it's five, five, five. It's season four. But I thought in my head I said it's season five. I hope that's what happened. Either way, we're in season four and it's five, five, five. Now it's five, five, six because that's usually what happens when there's synchronistic times in front of my face. (laughs) Sorry, am I... Am I like... like, What am I even listening to at this point? So yes, we're in season four, people, and that means we are going to be, we're going to be doing so much more stuff, and what I mean by that is we're going to be having so much more 
so many more guests so, so much more guests so many more so, so many more guests we had what one on this entire podcast so far i think we had no we had two i think that was it i don't know either way we're gonna be having way more on this season i already have a few people lined up for us and it's just gonna be great guys so make sure you freaking follow this podcast you follow it on whatever thing you listen to whether it be spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts do any of you even use google po- i didn't even know google podcast was a thing i thought google podcast was the same thing as google play but it wasn't and then they stopped google play like it's not a thing anymore so now you have to listen to it on google podcast i don't know but there's a bunch of podcast streaming sites and i see you guys listening from like random things i never even heard of like bullhorn i've never heard of sorry bullhorn listeners <laughs> i really know ne- well i never the thing is i never really listen to podcasts like that so that's probably why i didn't hear of bullhorn or overcast that's another one and there was another one i saw pop up but i don't know there's also just a quick announcement really really quickly a quick announcement really quickly um there's this thing that spotify just created it's called green room and basically what it is it's called spotify green room and you can live stream podcasts i guess like it's like a like an open room basically and the host is i guess the podcast host and then you can invite people into the room to talk and then everybody has like has the ability to like unmute and talk so it's kind of like an active conversation if you guys are interested in doing that write to me my instagram is natalia of earth n-a-t-a-l-i-a of earth you can email me at natalia lee at the writings of natalia.com those are the two best ways to get in contact with me and yeah we can talk about it because i don't i went on it and i saw it was like a few groups and i listened into the groups and they're kind of weird i mean not to say that the people are weird because people are people but i don't know the the group like what they talk about and i mean everything's freaking weird to be honest but i don't know I don't know. If you guys are interested in doing some some live speaking and having an open and then we it could record this it could record the podcast conversation and then it becomes a podcast episode like we get the audio for it and then it turns into a podcast episode. I believe that's how it works. But I don't know. If you guys are interested in doing that, let me know. I I'm interested somewhat. <laughs> I got a notification about it in my email saying like, oh, like podcast hosts, like look what we're doing and it seems okay, but I don't know. We'll see. So if you're interested in having a live conversation and turning it into a podcast episode, let me know people and then we can, you know, we can do that. All right. So that was a quick announcement. <laughs> that was my quick announcement. Any other announcements I have so far before we jump right into it? Um... Not really. I've been really busy lately. My studio job just reopened for in-person classes, so I've been swamped with work. I've been trying to do the best that I can in balancing my personal business while working my job and also relaxing at the same time. Another update, I got a hang drum, guys. It's called a hang drum or a handpan, but it sounds amazing. It's not what's playing in the background right now, if you can hear that. Those are singing bowls by Healing Vibrations. But it sounds very similar. And just look up what a handpan sounds like or a hang drum. And I'm going to master it, guys. And then I'll create a Spotify with music. Me and my boyfriend are starting like an ambiance band or group. Not a band because we're not like recruiting more people. But we're starting an ambiance duo, I guess. And he has a flute. He plays the flute. And I have the hang drum. I also have... Oh, I also have... Well, I don't know if we'll play a ukulele in there. Well, I do have a ukulele. But we're, we're going to be making music. And we're going to get, like, all these cool sounds, like tinctures. And we'll use singing bowls. 
and these like little xylophone things that we found which are really cute and sound really nice and bells and it's gonna sound so nice it's gonna be like music to meditate to that's gonna be great it's gonna be amazing guys um so that's really it i turned 23 on saturday i had a really amazing birthday it was super fun and yeah i feel i actually feel 23 i felt 23 probably the entire time i was 22 i (laughs) i felt 23 and 21 at the same time i guess that's what it means to be 22 (laughs) 22 was a weird year i feel like every time i talk to somebody who has been like a prior age that i have been we always agree like yeah that age was awkward so anybody who's 22 right now it's okay i understand but if you feel set in your 22 like yeah i feel pretty 22 then good for you good good for you that wasn't sarcasm like seriously good for you (laughs) be in the present moment not that i was trying to become 23 like oh i can't wait till i'm 23 there was never a thing that i thought of i just i don't know i just didn't when people would be like how old are you I would have to think about it because I was like, okay, my birthday just passed, but then, like, my birthday hadn't just passed. <laughs> it was, like, six months already or, like, seven months already, almost a whole year. And I'm like, okay, I turned 22 and I had to think about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm 22. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes I think I'm 23, sometimes I think I'm 21. I don't know. But now I'm like, okay, I'm 20. Now I could say 23 and I'm actually 23. So, yes, 23 has been fun so far. It's been almost a week since I've been 23 and it's been it's been dutiful I went grocery shopping yesterday paid some bills early in the week I'm moving I'm moving on up no I'm joking (laughs) joking. that's the that's my peak no no way guys no way you guys are gonna see my peak oh I always say that I thought my peak was when I was 18 after I graduated high school and that's such a lie that was not my peak I don't think so. That was, like, a glimpse into my peak. But, I don't know. I think my peak is coming soon. (laughs) I feel like every day should be your peak. Guys, aim for your life to be your peak to be every day. I think my... I actually can agree with that, that my peak is every day. I don't think it could get better than this present moment. Because everything is here. Everything is in this present moment. What... What is what is the peak? What could possibly get better than this? Like, I'm rich. I'm rich now. I am. You're rich now. Everybody's rich now. Rich exists in this present moment, not in the future, not in the past. They don't exist yet. Or anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I'm okay. Maybe my peak would be having my own self sustainable house in the middle of nowhere. The right exam, Natalia, is self sustainable. Like, I don't even need to basically run it. It's just my company. And I have at least 10 in person, like 10 brick and mortar stores, a successful book publishing company where I'm publishing other independent authors. And they won't even be independent anymore because they're published. Um, yeah. And, like, at least seven books on the shelf. On, like, a Barnes & Noble shelf. Like, a big-time selling book. Seven of them. At least. (laughs) Seven. Such an odd number. But I don't want ten. I feel like ten isn't... Like, I don't need ten. But five, I feel like that's a little too little for me. So, find a middle point. Seven. Eight, eight kind of sounds, it's okay. I mean, the more the better, of course, but I'd be okay with seven. And yeah, in the middle of nowhere, living by myself, practicing my sadhana, engaged in tapas, and yeah, selling books without even having to sell the books and writing, writing, just constantly writing infinite things. And gathering water from the well. No. <laughs> I think we'll collect rainwater. And if there's a well, that'd be cool too. And caring for my animals and plants in my garden. Yeah, that's my peak, guys. That's my peak. Right now, you could say I'm like in my ma- my materialism peak. Not that I want to be in a materialistic peak, but it's just something I have to live through in order for me to 
pass pass by it. I've always had that uh that urge to be to be someone. No, actually no, since I was younger, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to be famous and I'm going to be rich." And that is still something that is within me. I don't, not that I care about being famous. Like, it's not about being famous like some Kim Kardashian thing. Like, not like that. I, what I mean by famous at this point is recognized for my work, which would be my writing. So I, I really want to be a published author to the point where people actually know my writing. Like, oh, you're Natalia. You wrote this book. Then that's famous to me. <laughs> and... But not like some crazy author like J.K. Rowling. Well, maybe. That'd be cool. Actually, I wouldn't mind being famous for being a writer, honestly. But I don't want, like, I don't think paparazzi doesn't chase down freaking authors and stuff. They only chase down, like, the people who do, like, annoying stuff. (laughs) And, yeah. Famous and rich. Rich to me means just super comfortable. Like, I don't have to worry about money ever. Because why should I have to worry about money? I don't care about buying things. I just don't want to be like, oh, I don't have enough to buy that. Uh, I mean, that's the same thing, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, that's my peak, I would say. I'm at, I'm at my materialism peak right now, where I can, like, where I feel, like, super materialistic, materialistically wealthy. But that's not my peak. It's not my peak. This is just something I have to work through so I can drop the materialism from my life. That I've that I've conjured up these years of my life, these twenty three, these past twenty three years. So yes, that. Well, I don't even know how we started talking about that, but it's already we're we're already we're already sixteen minutes in, guys. So thank you for joining us. This is uh this is Third Eye Sifes, and yeah, my name's Natalia. That was a little peek. That was a little peek into my peak. <laughs> what the. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Anyways, so I did a card reading for you guys, as always, this week. And I pulled from the Elemental Oracle by Stacey DeMarco. And that, now that I'm reading the name Stacey DeMarco, that's why I know her name. Because I recognize the name. I work at a yoga studio, and we have a shop in the front. And my boss just ordered, like, a bunch of affirmation card decks things, like, basically like the oracle cards that I read but they're mostly affirmation cards so they give you the affirmation that you need at the moment and she ordered like a bu- they come in these little boxes like they're little cards it's so like I'm obsessed with them because I don't know they're tiny and they're pretty too and I love small pretty things and one of the card decks are made by Stacey DeMarco and I really liked it I think it had something to do with magic and I really, I was like, oh my gosh, I really want these. And then I said, Stacy DeMarco, that's such a familiar name. And then I wondered if she had made cards that I had, but I didn't even think it would be the Elemental Oracle. Um, so these cards are amazing. As you guys know, I love these. I'm practically obsessed with them. And we're in July. I have them. And we're in July. I haven't done, if you're listening to this on July 2nd, the day this episode releases, then no, I have not done a monthly card reading yet I will probably do it later today if I have time and if not tomorrow morning which usually goes live on my IGTV so usually I live stream these monthly card readings I will probably use the elemental oracle card deck but if something else calls to me of course I'm going to use that so but I definitely felt called to use this deck for the week and I'm loving the energy so the card that we pulled is elect electricity electricity wildness so this card shows visually this lady who she looks like she's half human half light (laughs) and what i mean by that is like you see her whole every like you see everything in her entire body from the hip line up so you see her hands her hair her head her torso her stomach but then once you get down to like where the hips meet it just it's like a ball of light like there's no legs or anything like that it's like she's like a ball of light forming into a human and she is i guess electricity she is the that electric current that that runs through life itself and yes so this is electricity this represents wildness this card says to embrace your wildness 
Break free from self-imposed constraints. Take immediate action. There is no need to further, for further consideration of your problem. You contain the spark of the divine, so there is no reason to feel lesser. Confront the issue head on. I love this, guys. I love this because of what we're going to be talking about today, but also... I just, I just, we'll, we'll get into it. This is because, mainly because of what we're going to be talking about today. So what this card is saying basically is that there is a wildness sort of energy. It's this electric current in the air right now. And the element of this card is fire. So I talked a little bit about the fire um, element in, what was it? The, the shifts episode that, it was a few episodes ago about, there was an energy, major energy update and I talked a bit about the fire element and how it's action and perseverance and doing things and having inspiration, right? So that is the energy that we're feeling at the moment. And it's saying to take action now. You don't need to keep thinking about it. Like right now is the perfect time to be taking action, whether it be on your goals, your dreams, or changing something in your life or quitting something. Now is the time. So the word of power is Energia, which is power in action in ancient Greek. Have you ever stood out in a storm and felt the power of lightning? Have you ever felt the hairs go up on your neck and arms and smelt the ozone after the crack? While I'm not encouraging you to get into harm's way, feeling the power of lightning is one amazing way to get connected to the element of electricity. Electricity isn't just generated during storms, it's pretty much everywhere. Our bodies generate and conduct electricity when we run on electricity. And we run on electricity. Each of our cells are designed to conduct energy through electrical currents. And the chemical elements in our bodies, such as calcium, potassium, and sodium, elicit a particular electric charge. These electrified elements which flow across cells are called ions. Our bodies use certain combinations of electrical impulses to form thoughts, movements, and instructive behaviors. Some fish generate enough um, enough electrical impulses to shock prey. Oh, like electric eels. Certain organs, such as the muscular heart, need specific electrical currents to work. The electrical impulses that cause the heart to pump is possibly the best example we can see of how the spark of electricity is vital to our balance and health. The spark of the divine is within you, and it is electric in its inspiration. So, to bring this into... Well, actually, let me, not, let me not bring it into what we're talking about just yet. Just yet, guys. We're going to put that on pause for a little bit. So, in this explanation of electricity, we can see that electricity is everyone, everywhere in nature. It is, it is, like, naturally. And we see it with lightning. Like, lightning is a thing. We can harness this electricity that comes from lightning to power like everything like the electricity that we have now that's how we ended up getting electricity and light because who was a freaking benjamin franklin with the lightning rod conducted the electricity and ended up turning on the light bulb so And then, okay, so there's that, and then that's the electricity that's naturally formed in the atmosphere when, what is it, when hot and cold, something happens. I don't, I don't know how, why lightning happens. Let's see. Let's see really quickly. We need an easy explanation. Why does lightning happen? According to National Geographic, lightning is an electrical discharge caused by imbalances between storm clouds in the ground or within the clouds themselves. Most lightning occurs within the clouds. 
was it? Oh. The heat causes surrounding air to rapidly expand and vibrate, which creates the peeling thunder we hear a short time after seeing a lightning flash. Okay, so it is about the... the imbalances between the storm clouds and the ground. Thunder is caused by lightning. When a lightning bolt travels from the cloud to the ground, it actually opens up a little hole in the air called a channel. What? <laughs> once, <laughs> once then light... Oh, I guess I meant to say once the light. Once the light is gone, the air collapses back in and creates a sound wave that what and creates a sound wave that we hear is thunder no way okay guys i didn't know this if you guys are listening to this and you're like are you serious you didn't know this no i did not know i didn't know it opened up a hole in the air and then the air collapses back in and that's what creates the sound wave what the hell nobody told me that it's not even like they told me that in school because i would have remembered that <laughs> I thought it was when lightning hit the ground, and then that was the sound when it hit the ground. Okay, well, either way, this is something. This is something naturally that happens when there's a change in two different, in two different things. So it's like the difference between the clouds and the ground, and then like when the heat causes the air to expand really fastly. Like it's like a, a difference, and then what I was thinking is tornadoes. Like tornadoes happened because of the cool air winds but then the heat on the ground something like that why does tornadoes tornadoes happen tornado yeah tornadoes form when warm humid air collides with cold dry air the denser cold air is pushed over the warm air usually producing thunderstorms Okay, so that's what happens when there's lightning and thunder. The warm air rises through the colder air, causing an updraft. When it touches the ground, it becomes a tornado. So, it's kind of like... So then, tornadoes are like a, a result of thunder, thunderstorms. Or can be a result of thunderstorms. But either way, this is something that's happening naturally in nature. And then, okay, think about humans are not even humans but things moving like when you learned about kinetic energy and stagnant energy or what's the freaking other the opposite of kinetic energy kinetic stag not stagnant energy kinetic energy potential energy there you go so potential energy is when it's holding back like holding back the energy and then that creates kinetic energy or like it's like less no it's not when it's holding back i think that's just building kinetic energy i don't know let's see <laughs> i'm just <laughs> trying to relearn science guys kinetic versus potential energy the main difference between potential and kinetic energy is that one is the energy of what can be, which is potential, and then one is the energy of what is, which is kinetic. In other words, potential energy is stationary with stored energy to be released. Okay, so I was right. Kinetic energy is energy in motion, actively using energy for movement. Yes. So, like, for example, if your riding down a hill downhill on a bike and you're not pressing the brakes or anything that's kinetic energy it's moving it's creating energy as you're moving forward but as you start to press the brake and you're stopping yourself from going so fast down the hill you're creating potential energy but also building stored energy which would be kinetic energy like kinetic energy for you I guess it's potential energy. And then when you stop and you're holding the brake and you're at a standstill, but if you let go of the brake, you can still keep going down the hill. That's holding potential energy. Okay, so this is something that happens within nature, within our bodies, and then the electrical impulses that our neurons and brain, like brain emit to keep our freaking body going. Like this is, oh, this electricity is within everything in nature it's within us it's within the atmosphere it's within probably the freaking little animals well it is within the animals but i was gonna say the bugs i don't know about the bugs maybe 
I'm sure. I wouldn't doubt it. But either way, we can see this everywhere. So I just wanted to add that little bit that it, electricity is everywhere in nature. It's kind of like a, a, an element. It's a natural element. Even though the element of this card is fire, and electricity is technically f a fire element, but I feel like it's its own element. I definitely think electricity is its own element. It could create fire, but I think that it's like in its own box. So this card of electricity and wildness is telling you to take action, go forward. We're in the element of fire, element of electricity. Take use of it. You may be inspired right now. And it's so funny now that I say that, I've been so inspired to write lately. Like I've been writing so much and usually that only happens when I'm like freaking heartbroken or I'm sad or something is happening in my life where I'm writing about it. Like, most of my best poems were written during heartbreak or when I was in love with someone. Usually in the beginnings of relationships, I'm super inspired for poetry and, like, love poems. And recently, I've been super inspired to write, but not about anything in particular, just writing in general. And it's funny because I wrote about it in my blog post yesterday about, like, where has this inspiration come from? Like, where, what is happening right now that... Like, and I, and I wrote, I want to keep it forever because I go through phases where I'm like, man, I really can't, I feel like I can't write anything. Like, I feel like my, my poetry only comes from when I'm sad or something like that. And it was kind of sad because I was like, I don't want my writing to be a stem of my sadness or anger or something. Like, I just want to be able to write all the time. So you may be feeling very inspired lately, and that's probably because of this electricity that is in the air. So I pulled from the blessings card, which are these little tiny cards that have words of focus and words of power on them, I guess you could say, um, to follow up with this card. And the card that I pulled is the daring card. So this card, both of these cards are saying to take risks, take your chances. You have this mode of electricity in the air, in your body, and you should use it. Now is the time to take action. So be daring. Learn to take risks. I love it. Wildness. Daring. Yes. Let's freaking do it, guys. Let's do it. If you guys decide to take a risk or a chance this week, hit me up. Let me know what you guys did. Let me know how it worked out or if it's still working out, how you felt when you took the chance. I would say, if, let me think if I took a chance this week. Maybe I'll take a chance today. Maybe a chance will come up for me that I will take a risk or a chance. We'll see. If it does, I will let you know next week or in my blog post. If you guys follow my blog post, it's the writings of Natalia.com, guys. The writings of Natalia.com. And I write blog posts every day. <laughs> I was trying to I was gonna say every week, but then I was like, no, that's not true. I write blog posts every day. And if you don't see a blog post for the day, it was probably because I was very busy and I will truly write one the next day. So be sure to follow that, people. So getting into this week's episode, starting off season four, we have to start off season four, right? And what I mean by that is talking about the perfect topic and what I see my my main niche my main goal and aim of this podcast of my writing of my work in general is to help you realize the divine to attain the divine to attain that topic of self-realization we speak of so lightly and yes so I think that to start off season four that should be the main focus of this episode and even though that wasn't the main focus for the first half of this episode for the last half it will be and that is how to see the divine or how to see god or how to see source the universe allah um brahman Tao. what are other words for god <laughs> I think Tao is another word for God. I, I see the Tao as God. For those of you who have read that, I, I know a lot of you have actually read the Tao Te Ching, which is pretty cool. Um, I think that the Tao is God. So, we're going to be talking about how to see God. And that is my main, that is my main thing, guys. Like, that, that is my main aim in life, is to help you attain God. To see God. To to build that relationship with God. 
because and it's and when I talk about God, I'm talking about like everything, guys. Like if I have attracted, I forgot to do the disclaimer in the beginning of this, the beginning of this episode. I should have. Maybe I fit it in there. No, I probably won't. But oh, it's six two six, my birthday. The if I attracted like a super pro Christian group to listen to this episode, who's against anything other than Christianity, please leave. No, no don't please leave. You can listen, but. We're not, ta- we're not here talking about this guy with a white beard in the sky. I don't know who came up with it. Like, why is that a thing? A guy with a white beard in the sky. I mean, I don't want to say Santa Claus, but Santa Claus is in the sky. But it is a guy with a beard, I think. Yeah, Santa Claus has a beard, I think. Well, I don't know. I never met Santa Claus. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, God is everything. And just getting right into it, God is everything. And that's what I mean by... That's why I said that this card is a bit about... This week's card is a bit about what we're talking about today. Because like electricity, it is everything in nature. You can say that God is electricity, is lightning, is that kinetic energy and potential energy. Is everything that makes the world go round is the reason the sun rises in the morning and the moon is there and the waves are thunderous some days and low other days the reason why shadows are casted and people create and say i love you and blink and talk and eat and survive and animals love each other and love humans their owners and it's amazing the, the things that are happening all in this present moment in this reality and it is all because of this God and I also see God as nature and as science so the science that ate well I don't know I'm pretty sure there's like different types of atheists but for the main part of atheism that say no like science is this like it's the big bang theory science like this happens because of nature and science like that to me is also god like you don't even have to convince me that there is no no god like there is science like i was okay so science is god like then then that's it because it's what is happening whether god has a personality or doesn't have a personality and is just this maybe it's just atoms God are, is just atoms or molecular no, molecules, basically. The things that make up matter and this experience. Energy. Energy is God. Energy is what makes up everything in this reality, literally. Like, even, like, material objects. The reason why material we can touch material objects and see material objects and see colors and use them and build them is because of energy. We are just morphing energy and changing energy and turning it into different things and it's just energy so that to me is also god everything is god so i just want to put that little disclaimer in there is that that's what i'm referring to when we talk about god okay i'm not talking about some person god is not a spirit or like like one a singular thing god is beyond that god is beyond words that even when I even when I talk about God or when we speak about God and say it like talk about these topics like we're not even describing God because God is indescribable like it is beyond the words and the reasoning that we can even comprehend so how to see it how to see it if we can't even comprehend it right well like I said God is everything so you can see you see God everywhere. You see you see and experience God in every moment ever. Every time you take a inhale in and an exhale out, you are breathing in and out God. Every time you take a bite out of food, you are eating God. You are chewing, that is God. Everything, everything is God. And when you realize this and you see this, then you you can actually see God everywhere because you know that God is everything and everything is everywhere. So God is everywhere. God is everything. So first and foremost is to know that, that God is everything. That's the best thing that is going to help you see God because you are always going to be looking at something. And okay, let's say you're blind and 
you can't see anything, but you can hear things. God is still sound. God still reaches you through sound. So you hear your surroundings. You hear the waves of the ocean. You hear birds sing. You hear your footsteps when you walk. You hear a dog bark. You hear cats meow. That's all God. Say you're blind and deaf. You could still feel things. You can still touch things. Those things are God. Your sense of feeling is God. So, that's number one, is to realize that God is everything. And then to see everything everywhere. And when you come to this realization that God is actually everything, then you learn to see that God is actually everywhere. The next thing on the list, I would say, and more, but that was more of like a, that's the main key is to see that God is everything and everywhere. That's the main key. And then you can kind of do these things that I'm going to list now. Uh, one, which would be get grounded and notice your environment. So I've met quite a few people with some anxious energy and no, that doesn't mean that people who have anxiety have anxious energy they can when obviously they're have they're anxious or they're having an anxiety attack then they have anxious anxious energy but that doesn't mean that they're always they always have that sort of energy like for me exa- for example i have anxiety it's not terrible i don't want to say i have anxiety i get anxiety basically i don't have anxiety it's not like i wake up and i'm anxious Sometimes I am, but it's not like every day or anything like that. It's not like I'm anxious all throughout the day or anything like that. Like, I just get anxious at least one time a day, maybe. One time a day. (laughs) Um, At least, I would say. But my reason for saying this is that people with anxious energy who... They probably don't feel anxious... But I can feel (laughs) their anxious energy. Like, they're kind of just always, like, hyper, like, subtly hyper and can't really focus and has to to do this, has to always talk, like, make a sound, kind of, like, do this, do that. Like, always kind of on the move and there's no stability. There's no grounding to them or foundation to hold them down. And people like that just need to get grounded. So... And I think that once you get grounded and you move out of that anxious energy, then you can actually notice what is around you and see your environment and notice the small and subtle things and then have that insight into the divine. So whether you have anxious energy or whether you have anxiety, whether you don't or not, a good way to start practicing mindfulness, mindfulness is key to seeing the divine and seeing God is to be grounded so this is sitting down with yourself and just inhaling exhaling you do this in a quiet spot preferably and notice your body how how is your posture how do you feel how does your energy feel and begin to notice just how you feel inside of your body and then notice what's outside of your body how does the air feel how does the the moisture feel in the air the temperature are you cold are you hot and is anything touching you like notice what you're sitting on is something like touching your arm or something like just notice your environment and become aware of your senses what do you smell what do you hear what do you taste what do you feel and once you become grounded in that and mindful of your environment then you can see the present moment and that is where god lies that is where the divine remains is in the present moment because that's all there is so once you become aware of the present moment oh haku just joined us hi there's too much stuff up here for you to come on here put you here once you realize that the divine is everywhere and you are in the present moment then you can be immersed in the divine and in this present moment and notice that god really is everywhere you only have to ground yourself and notice these things so another thing from this is to notice patterns okay notice patterns patterns are a way of god communicating God speaks through patterns and 
through math, definitely through math. So we can see this when it comes to, well, okay, not, not getting into that really quickly, but noticing patterns specifically, just patterns, after you become grounded. So once you become grounded in your environment and you're not so anxious and looking around for the next thing and you're kind of just in your present moment, then you can try and notice, well, first practice this mindfulness all throughout your day, all throughout your week, through your month, through your year, through your life. Try to be as much in the present moment as possible because that is where the divine lays. And once you do that and you become more aware of your life, you will become more aware of the patterns that happen in your life. And this could be repeating learning patterns. This could be um, just things that you may have not never noticed before that seem to be always happening in your life. So maybe certain numbers appear in your life often. Maybe a certain thing happens at a certain time every day or every week. Or you'll just begin, the more of your life you become aware of, the more aware of the patterns in your life that you will become more aware of. So that and then moving on to math for example one of these patterns are math so we notice this in sacred sacred geometry first and foremost a lot of these things that have sacred geometry in it are the fibonacci sequence or the golden ratio and this is basically a mathematical equation that lies within almost everything in nature it's within our bodies it's within plants in animals, in our face, in animals' faces, in in almost freaking everything, guys. And this mathematical equation is a, num- a number one way to see God, I would say. Especially from a scientific perspective. Because it's science right in front of your face. It's not, it's not hidden or anything like that. And... Yeah, it's, it's basically right there. And what the equation is, it's kind of like, so this is how it goes. 1 plus 1 equals 2. 2 plus 3 equals 5. 5, wait, 3? Oh, no, hold on. <laughs> I forgot. 1 plus 1 is 2. 1 plus 2 is 3. 2 plus 3 is 5. 3 plus 5 is... 8 5 plus 8 is whatever and then it goes on like that so it grabs like the last number from the equation and then the answer of the equation and you add those together and then you keep doing that and it creates this like even even like pattern or something that spirals out evenly into like objects and things like that it's crazy guys if you don't know about the fibonacci sequence look it up look up fibonacci sequence in nature or in our bodies in the human bodies and you'll see it in everything so to me this freaking mathematical equation pattern is a number one sign of god okay it is within everything it is within plants it is within us it's within almost everything that we see in nature and that to me is god so that is a number another way to to see God and realize God. And another way, thirdly, first was to get grounded and to notice the pattern. Second is to, I guess, know that God speaks through the patterns, through sacred geometry and math. Then this next one, I would say, is to read about God. And when I say God is in incomprehensible like we can't really understand god but we can understand the qualities and and nature of god so this is sort of what bhakti yoga says and also in let's say the bhagavad-gita where krishna says not i'm not going to say verbatim because i don't know exactly what he says but he mentions Brahman, which is the absolute, the God that we're speaking of, like everything and everything, the incomprehensible. Krishna says, since Brahman is incomprehensible and we can't directly worship Brahman since we can't really understand God, since God is so powerful, we have to create a God with qualities or forms. So we have to 
make God into a form version because we can only understand things that come in form because that's how our reality works. Everything is in form, including our mind, and our mind can't understand things that is beyond form. So, with that being said, we we describe God and we describe the God with forms. And to see God... And to understand God, we can read about this God with qualities or forms. So, what this usually is, is when you read about the stories of saints or gurus, and we see the qualities that are very similar through all of them. We read the Tao Te Ching and how Lao Tzu talks about the wise man and the qualities of the wise man and the things that he does or she does. And these are, and he mentions the qualities of Tao, how Tao is ever present and has duality within it, but is everything and nothing. (laughs) Haku's trying to rub against the microphone. Oh my gosh. But you can read these spiritual texts and like philosophical texts and see that there is a certain parallel to all of them that they all basically say hold on I need to get her down that they all basically say the same thing and you can find the same readings in the bible you can find it in the Tao you can find it in the Bhagavad Gita you could find it in Buddhist teachings like the eightfold path or the four noble truths all of these writings that we can find throughout religions and history and philosophies they have all similar sayings and they say how to attain this like Jesus said to follow him to walk like him to be like Jesus and that's how we enter into the kingdom of heaven and we see the qualities of Jesus the qualities of Jesus were the same mentioned as the qualities of the wise man in the Tao or the qualities of the enlightened one in the Bhagavad Gita. So we see that all throughout history and these teachings that there is a similar person, a similar being that has these qualities of righteousness and humility and integrity and so much truth and divinity to it that there's no anger, there's no hatred, there is full acceptance and love and welcomingness, if that's a word, and authenticity. We can see that there is this similar, these similar qualities, and these are all described as the, described as the qualities of God. So, when we read about God, like saints and gurus, gurus, especially when we hear about the stories, especially like Miracles of Love, which is a book written by Ram Das about Neem Karoli Baba, which is basically a book full of stories from different people of interactions that they've had with Neem Karoli Baba, his guru, who was a very famous saint in India. And these are stories of him, of things that have happened, how he got the name Neem Karoli Baba, and just so many things and we can see in other stories of different gurus the miracles that they did that seemed impossible that you cannot possibly do that as a human but guru is a reflection of god and we can learn to see god through guru so that is actually another thing on the list i don't have it written on the list but guru if you have a guru a real guru or seek guru that is a great way to see God is to see guru because guru is the reflection of God there is no separation between God guru and you the student so lastly on this list is to look for God to see God you must look for God and this kind of like Rumi's quote where the quote is What you seek is seeking you. I believe Rumi was probably talking about God in this. What you seek is seeking you. If you have that longing and you truly seek God, she will reveal herself to you. 
they will reveal themselves to you. So a practice you can do is ask God to show themselves. Show themselves in a way that you can understand. So if you have an altar, if you re- if you truly seek God and you want to get to know God, have a sacred space that every time you can come to it, you will ground yourself and you can focus in that spot. You can meditate, you can do whatever you want in it. You can put your little like spiritual things in the corner and or wherever it is and have that space and go to your space and sit there, ground yourself, focus, just become present and ask God to show themselves. Say, God, please show yourself in a way that I can understand, whether it be through patterns or situations or sounds or omens. Show yourself in a way that I will understand. And for you personally, if you have a certain association with, let's say, butterflies or green cars, I don't know, just anything random, and you do, you do this, you ask to be shown that, that God is there, you will notice that these things will appear in your life just because God seeks you too. You are, you are God itself, okay? Everything in this existence and beyond is an expression of God. So you are God. You are an expression of God. And we are born with this wanting to go back to our source. Whether we are aware of it or not, there is this longing to return back to where we came from. Because we are only here very temporarily. But deep within, whether we're aware of it or not, we crave to go back to where we came from. And that is God. That is source. And that longing that we have naturally, and this is why people end up on the spiritual path, because that innate longing that is within us begins to arise and become more in the forefront of our minds. And this longing is also within God, because we are also God. So that longing is just there. It is there to bring us back to where we came from. And when you when you truly show that you want to become aware of the divine the divine will show itself to you when you are ready because it knows how much you want it and it wants you what you seek is seeking you so allow and accept things and signs to come to you even if it's not something you have an association with if it's something like i said notice the patterns if it's something that's coming up as a pattern that you're seeing more often or you're hearing more often or maybe there's a certain theme that keeps appearing this is a sign take note of them so if you want you can carry a little notebook or you can write them down in your phone i have a note in my phone that's full of synchronicities every time i see a synchronicity i type it in and say what's happening so then i could go back and see if certain things were happening when I saw a certain number. So if I saw 555 and I saw a butterfly and then next week I saw 555 and I saw another butterfly and then like I noticed that in my list, I'm like, okay, so I can associate this with this and I can kind of learn to decipher the messages because there are messages being sent and not only is it from source itself but from spirit guides and your ancestors and other beings that are actually trying to communicate with you. So that's another thing is to become aware of the difference between who is trying to communicate or not. I know I don't I don't um what's the word? I don't try to tell you to reach out in ways like with beings like such as like Ouija boards or like things like that. Like I would never tell you to use those just because there are lower vibrational beings that try to take advantage of these things and Low vibrational, even if you don't do things things like that, there are beings that do try to communicate with us and try to disguise themselves if they're very, like, ominous energies, like, kind of like poltergeist, like, kind of like super bad, like the conjuring type of thing. They'll, and if you've seen the conjuring or if you've seen, like, what's that one with the doll? Oh, man, Annabelle? I think that's her name, yeah. It disguises itself as, like, a little child. Like, oh, look, I'm a little child spirit, like, please put me in this doll so I can live in this doll. And then it's actually like a freaking demon or not a demon, but like a bad spirit, basically 
that is also a thing too. So be careful if you're trying to actually like purposely reach out to beings. Like I would highly be careful with that. Um, astral projection, you can definitely contact beings there. I've never astral projected before, at least not that I'm aware of, but I've heard that you can contact astral beings through there because you're in the astral realm and that's where the astral beings are. So you can talk to... I think aliens live in the astral realm too. I don't know if they live in another realm too, but I did hear that aliens live in the astral realm. And maybe you can communicate with aliens there. That's what I'm saying. So you don't know if there's an alien communicating with you. You don't know if it's like some sort of like poltergeist or e demon. I don't I don't want to call them demons because I don't think they're demons or whatever that means. Um... But yeah, just be careful if you're doing something like that. And know the difference. Know the difference between the energies. So maybe if you want to become more sensitive to energies and knowing which is good, which is bad, I would say practice energy work. For me, energy work has been Tai Chi or through energy key balls. The more you practice them and, and grow them, you become more aware of how your energy flows and how to build energy. And Reiki, self-practice Reiki and yeah just doing energy energy exercises play with the energy that's in your body so that's mostly using your hands touching your body moving your body around your moving your hands over your energy body sort of like a little above your physical body you can kind of feel something there that's your hand kind of moving with the energy there um, just do energy practices if you want to if you want me to teach you some energy practices I can do a video on that um but yes, these are these are great ways to become aware of that. So then once you become sensitive to energies, then you can kind of differentiate the difference between certain spirits or beings that you're connecting with. So that is it for this week's episode, guys. I'm not I'm not going to go. There's a million ways that I can keep listing on how to see and experience God and the divine. But that's what my whole career is or not my career, but my whole path. And I'm not going to spend too much time on this one episode telling you these things because I teach you th these things all throughout the episodes of this podcast and through my writing and through my services to you. If you guys want to work personally with me, you can book a session with me. This is in my link tree on my Instagram. This is on my website on the Thrive tab. All you got to do is click Thrive and scroll to the bottom. You get a little bio of me and then you get the booking link. You can find the booking link in probably the ask page of the website too and yeah you can find book a session in my link tree on my instagram and we can do depending on how long you want to work with me for we can do one session which is just a single session or we can do like a, a treatment plan if you want to deal with a certain situation or if you want to enhance your spiritual journey or path then we can do that too. You tell me what's going on and then we, I find practices for you and we speak every week and we kind of do check-ins and see how it's going. And yes, it's, it's fun guys. It's fun stuff. It's, it's like a whole journey. It's basically if you're stuck or if you don't know where to start on your path, I can definitely get you started on that. So that is it. That is it for this week. I am so grateful for you as always. Welcome to season four. And yes, I, I look forward to us knocking out some episodes and being together in this space. So thank you for allowing these words and my, my voice to enter into your ears and into your life. And if you listen to this podcast regularly, thank you. Be proud of yourself. Be proud of yourself for wanting to learn more about these things and opening the doors for yourself to experience it to experience these types of things and I'm just I'm so grateful for you to allow me to share this journey with you so if you haven't already join my mailing list you click on join the journey on whether it be the writings of Natalia Instagram whether it be on my personal Instagram, which is Natalia of Earth, it says join the journey. You can go click on join on the writings of Natalia.com. And yeah, there's just so many ways you can join the mailing list. And it's going to be great, guys. I'm taking you with me. Just in case anything happens with my Instagram or with anything that I have, I have at least your email. And we can create something 
and I'm going to be traveling the world, learning so much about these things and experiencing these things firsthand and growing. And I'm going to take you guys with me. So if you haven't already, thank you for joining. And yes, just keep listening to this podcast and we're going to we're going places, guys. So I wish you a wonderful week. Remember to stay daring, stay wild, take initiative, take some action, do what it is that you want to do. Now is the time you have the universe's full support. So peace and love. I will speak to you guys next week. I hope you have a wonderful week and it's full with blessings and synchronicities and infinite abundance and luck and prosperity. Om. This episode has been brought to you by the writings of Natalia.com. Jai Maa.